the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God loves you. He's not afraid of you. You are no longer covered with shame. God calls you unashamed. You are free from worry and lack, and God claims that you are His. You are no longer enslaved. This is the year of freedom. Stay tuned for today's Kingdom Topic. Here's Olivia with today's message. Welcome to Let's Talk Kingdom. My name is Olivia Barrett, and I'm your host for this show. It is a joy to be here. You know, it's new um, places for us. Like when you're thinking about what it means to recognize God's kingdom and it being alive around us and and it really creating those responses in us that look more like God, you know, it's new all the time, it feels like. And so I'm excited to be here with you. And it's really a time um, to be talking about some things that God has done in me. Now, I know that you know, typically we would be spending time focused solely on um, a scripture and how God is viewing that. But what I want to do today is combine it a little bit. You know, something that God is doing in me and making aware of these new places, but he's also pointing to scripture, things that, you know, we've read before, something that we maybe just kind of put in our back pocket and said, okay, God, like that's something I know I can use later. And And I would love for you to, you know, show me when it's time. But what I want to do, you know, in this section of it feels like of Let's Talk Kingdom, there's like this, these few weeks here where I'm looking at some of the main things that God has said to me, things that he has made clear to me. And they've been huge, you know, (laughs) the last couple of weeks, it feels like has been so personal and you know, here I'm doing something else personal today, but you know, it's funny, um, in the intro, there's a section where I was talking about, you know, you're free from worry and lack, um, and God claims you as his. And, you know, when I, when I realized like this stuff was coming out of me, you know, I was creating that intro. I was doing something, you know, just connected to some of the places that God's voice has really changed me, you know, like in big ways, and when that phrase came out, I was like, that's interesting. Like the connection there, you know, that that maybe, you know, I am worried over something. Maybe it's the lack in my life and how that the answer to that, you know, is God saying that you are mine. And I don't know, like, it's funny to think that, you know, those would be the things that were coming together. But what I wanted to share with you is this new place. It's a new place that God is doing in me when it comes to the worry that I've experienced or the worry that I will experience, um, but the lack too. You know, it was only recently that I have really been able to talk about lack and what that looks like and 
you know, how it's affected me. And mostly because I really thought that if you talked about the lack in your life, it would magnify <laughs> the lack that you're experiencing. And, you know, I had to just kind of come to terms with, you know, that's not actually how it works. That was just a fear of mine, you know, that if I were to speak of lack that I was experiencing, it could be, you know, lack in a relationship or lack financially, or maybe there's a lack in something that you're experiencing with God. And I would, I would come to this place of, and it connected to worry, but it was this thing that, you know, if I just deal with this internally with God, you know, then that's the safe way to do it. <laughs> and I think for a lot of years, God honored that. Like God really honored the fact that, you know, if something was coming up, I would work with him. I would listen. I would ask him questions. I mean, I spent a lot of time on all of these subjects, but I was keeping them between him and me and mostly out of fear, mostly out of, I don't think that if I mention this any further, it's not going to, it's not going to get bigger. It's not going to catch fire. It's not going to, you know, make things worse. And, um, you know, and whatever those thoughts were, you know, the fact that those thoughts aren't here anymore gives you the, you know, the idea that really this is a place of freedom. This is a place where God wants us to talk about lack. And the reason why is because he's not afraid of lack. You know, he's not afraid of the things that we lack in, the fact that we're weak sometimes, the fact that we need sleep. You know, there really are times and moments that I need um, the tangible things like food or a car or gas or the heat to turn on in my house, right? Like, I mean, you know, we need these things and it's not, it's not crazy to talk about them or to mention um, out loud that I have a need because I lack somewhere. And so um, this is interesting just thinking about this, but when I was in the middle of a lot of that, and this kind of started for me back in 2020, just, you know, coming to grips with, I have lack in my life. There's a lot of lack um, around me and there was a lot of lack in my perspective and what it meant for me to look straight in the face of God and say, you know, you really are who you say you are in the places that I lack too. You know, I think I had um, sectioned off some of that, but anyway, so I wanted to tell you, so in that journey, I was starting to claim true things over me. And they were the things of abundance. They were the things that represented the goodness of God and his love. And, you know, the way that he ministers and changes things up and, you know, how he is walking with me, even if I'm in a place of lack and I'm thinking crazy thoughts, you know, he is there still as a good father. And, you know, what it was doing, it was showing me that in scripture where I have dismissed my connection to it uh, were the places of lack. Like I could read maybe something, um, you know, that told me about, you know, pick up your mat and go. I mean, you know, and how many times people can translate that into other things. But like you could see these moments of I'm so in that I'm so in what you're talking about and how you're motivating people and even how that was discouraging. But because, you know, somebody is thinking the wrong thought or doing the wrong thing and I could feel the power behind that. But, you know, from my own circumstance, I could barely 
recognize or embrace what God would talk about when it came to lack. And so I really had to start speaking scripture over myself and I spoke it over Todd. I would speak it out loud and it was new. It was a brand new thing. It was a new thing for me to speak about lack like externally. And so, you know, the, one of the biggest ones, and just to say this to you, um, was, you know, that God is for me, you know, he is not against me. And basically what that said to me is that, you know, if, if God is for me and then no one else can really be against me, you know, what is it that I'm afraid of? Why am I afraid to speak up? You know, why am I afraid to, uh, be known for something that maybe God is doing, you know, what is it that makes it, uh, quiet, you know, on the outside of me, you know, I want to be quiet on the inside. I mean, I told you that story, but like to then it translates where I'm quiet on the outside, you know, internally, there is so much happening. I mean, God is at work. He's doing big things. He's talking about, you know, kingdom ideas and all these exciting moments that are happening in our generation. And I am in that conversation with him inside. But then on the outside, there may be kind of a, maybe a few moments, but it's more chill. It's like, well, let's talk about something else. Or, you know, you know that I'm interested in this, but you know, if you don't want to talk about it, we can talk about something else. How about you? And, and really surprisingly, not be in the same conversations externally that I'm having inside with God. And it just started, it started changing for me. It was catching momentum. It was this place of, you know, if really God is who he says he is, and I believe that, I believe that for, you know, how he is going to minister to maybe someone in my family, or, you know, I believe it for when he's actually ordering steps for me, you know, or maybe like when I'm needing healing and, and I experience that and I'm like, I believe this is the God that I am speaking to. You know, how funny it is that I had said, I'm not sure about the God that provides, like, what about that part of God? Like, what about him? And I would speak to that, but it would just be me and him and I would watch him provide, but then I would keep that joy and that celebration internally. Like it was nothing I would ever celebrate because it felt like if I did, um, you know, it would, it would turn on itself and that's all nuts. Like all those types of thoughts and all those types of scenarios we find ourselves in around lack, those are the places that keep us, you know, kind of in our own thoughts. They keep us quiet. They keep us isolated because they tell us that if we actually speak about lack or abundance in a bigger way, in an external way, then the opposite is going to happen. Well, where in the world did we read in scripture that God says he's going to do the opposite of something that he's doing internally? I mean, there's nowhere <laughs> that he says that. I mean, if he is doing good works inside of you, then why would he do the opposite for you, right? And it was just these great places of me encountering, I mean, like a real encounter up against the places of me that lacked. You know, I was so, I was in so much worry and so much lack and, you know, how God started, you know, ministering to me in those thoughts and in those different places of responses. Um, was his presence, like being around him and just embracing what he actually said to me just was a completely different world, you know, but it took me time to get there. You know, it wasn't something that I could just do overnight. And so, you know, here it is. And 
it's been a few years since I've done those um, statements, those places where I was acknowledging God's goodness and his abundance in my life. I was, you know, claiming what was true instead of like, you know, a relationship only being for me, maybe the relationship could be seasonal. You know, maybe the relationship was meant to be temporary and God has more relationships for me. Like having to claim that and say, wow, that really is an abundant thought. That is a place of something I've not embraced before because I want everything to stay the same, right? <laughs> and he's saying, hey, listen, I understand, you know, what it is you're wanting, but if you claim these things, over you that are true of his character and true of his word, then it, it, it intersects. Like it, it comes up against those places of lack. And you realize, wait a minute, I have been thinking something crazy or I've been holding back because of fear or not, you know, uncertainty or confusion. And what he's doing is saying, listen, that stuff is, is needing to be gone. Like I'm an abundant God. Like I'm a God who knows you and I'm not afraid of how weak you are or how much you need and what you need from me. I've actually asked you to ask me every day. <laughs> like I want you to ask me, I want you to have a conversation with me. So um, if you know scripture, you know, there's a lot um, of scripture references in that without me reading them to you. But um you know, something that I wanted to bring up, and this was uh, just really new for me at the time, but, you know, it was this concept of what it would mean to show abundance. Like, what does it mean to show abundance? So if I was living in a place of, you know, God, I've not experienced much abundance externally, but a lot of it was from my perspective. You know, like I would watch him do miracles. I would watch him provide. But then when it came to changing the circumstances around me, they weren't changing. And I just, you know, you kind of get under that place of, wow, is this going to be how it is my whole life? I mean, is that how it's going to happen? And you know, you, you hear from God in those moments for sure, but it really is, it's hard. It's a challenge to be thinking about, you know, God, I believe you. I've seen you change things. I've seen you provide, you know, but wow, these circumstances aren't changing. And, you know, what he hasn't planned for that, you know, is really, it's a good story. Um, and I'm, I think I'm going to share that, but you know, um, this is kind of taking us a little bit into the future and I'll come back to this point, but so, you know, here it was, I'm already doing radio with you guys and God's just growing what's happening here. And I did a show actually on um, giving from the temple to the temple. And it was the concept of you would, um, in the Old Testament, they were actually to give their tithe to the temple. Well, the temple was destroyed, but now there's a temple living inside of us. And that temple carries the storehouses of heaven. I mean, these concepts are kind of mind blowing um, because of what lives inside of us. But, you know, it was that concept of, you know, what if I were to switch this up a little bit? Like, I really think that God is showing me something brand new here when it comes to tithe and when it comes to giving. And it doesn't mean that I don't give the church anything. I actually could give the church my offering. But what if I were to give the tithe to the temple, which would be people? And he gave me this idea. And so I created... Um, a giving portal. It's actually called the Dream Funnel. And what it is, it's for people who have, you know, immediate need, but it's like small need. And I was realizing, you know, if any of these people 
have gone through what I've experienced, then you realize that a lot of times your dreams are squashed or put on hold because there's so much circumstance around you, right? And what the Dream Funnel is wanting to do is to give like $50, $100 to somebody who needs gas or, gro gas or groceries, but really it's to help relieve that worry so they can step into abundant places, you know, so they can start dreaming again. And um, so both of them are coexisting in that group, and it's pretty great because... Friends, it is the middle of the show, and I wanted to let you know something new that is going on here for Let's Talk Kingdom. Today, I want to focus on mini courses and what God is doing there in that environment where you can learn about His voice and how it sounds and, and how unique it is to you and what are the things He's doing around you that are confirming direction. So join us for this mini course at ltkradio.com and click on mini courses. We will see you there exciting for the new things that are happening here on Let's Talk Kingdom. Now, let's get back to the show. Um, so both of them are coexisting in that group, and it's pretty great because they are, you know, talking about, you know, I have a need. This is, you know, I need gas this week to get to work, um, but I also have a dream, and my dream is to open a coffee shop. Or like one lady said, you know, my dream is to own a pottery wheel, you know, and I'm sitting here going, yes, these are real dreams. Like these are people saying, you know, I put this stuff on hold, but this is something that still lives inside of me that I either want to experience or do, you know, and a lot of it sometimes, you know, you just can't think around your dreams. You can't let yourself dream because you're thinking about, you know, all the lack that's in your life. And so what we've been able to do as a radio show is we've we've given you know hundreds and hundreds of dollars away and it's just such a gift to connect to people in an abundant way you know like it's like that moment where you know i can remember where someone would be handing me $50 in this moment of wow, I didn't expect that to come out when it did in our bank account. And so now what do I do for dinner, you know? And those moments where it's just been that tight and someone would surprise me with 50 bucks. Well, that was God, right? That was God answering. That was God, you know, providing through somebody else. And that's how he does it a lot. He will use his people to give to his people. And it just, it just spurred on this idea. Like what if, you know, what if the radio show for sure, but what if other people came into the dream funnel and they caught a hold of what it would mean to give to somebody else just to give them a boost, you know, like $50, like right now seems like a lot to a lot of people, but what if you had $50 and you could bless somebody with $50 and they received that so they could get to work? Like they literally couldn't get to work because they didn't have gas, you know, or they didn't really know what they were going to eat that night and we gave them $50. And so, you know, it's really, it's an interesting place because it's such a blessing to watch this happen. Um, but it really is for the receiver, the person who's in need, but it's also for the person who's giving the gift. You know, we need those people who are in there giving gifts as well to the people who have a small tangible need. And so, 
that was one of the things that God has done, like where he has taken the lack that I've experienced and he's transforming it into abundance. He's turning something that, you know, has happened for me where I've really needed something and it has showed up. It has been there right when I needed it. And to think that we could have that for people that are listeners of this show, it is a huge blessing. And so Um, That has been one of the things to really share with you guys what it means to transform from lack into um, into abundance, you know, and into giving and into, you know, recognizing that God uses people to answer a lot. (laughs) He loves doing that. Okay, so, you know, I wanted to even share with you kind of the second part of that statement, you know, about being in the presence with him, like being with him, like there's an answer to being with him that doesn't really get answered anywhere else. You know, um, he could give us things all the time. I mean, he, he does. He wants to. You know, he can give us these great things. But if we are not experiencing his presence, then we're going to go right back into the same circumstance. We're going to go right back into the same place of lack or perspective. And, and I thought this was interesting that he brought this up. But what it was is that, you know, you are free from worry and lack. Um, and God claims you as his. And I wanted to share, you know, obviously these things are a little bit personal. But, you know, I am on, um, how do you say it? Like, you know, when you're really pounding the ground for an answer, you know, if you've heard of that before, you know, you're really seeking God's voice. You are, you know, in the waiting of how he's going to answer. You know, you know that he's promised he's going to do this and the deadline is coming. Okay. (laughs) I mean, really, this is exactly where I am. And I laughed a little bit that this was happening, you know, in the week that I'm going to be talking about this topic. Right. I mean, that's just kind of funny when that happens, but you know, I'm I'm needing to pay for things. There are things that are needed to be tangibly paid for, you know, for this radio show, for other things um, that are happening around the show. And I'm like, God, you know, there are people, I believe, that want to give to the great things that you're doing here. Um, can you tell me who they are? <laughs> can you connect me to them? And, you know, doing what I know I need to do. And now I'm waiting as God does what he needs to do. And I'm telling you, I'm laughing. So I'm, I'm in these moments. I've been, you know, up a couple of nights. Um, you know, that's kind of when it's quiet around here. And I get a chance to spend time with God. And I'm like, God, you know, I am really needing some answers. Like, what is it that you're wanting me to seek? And I want you to know, he took me on this amazing moment where I was like a toddler to him and he's enormous. I don't know if you've ever seen God in an actual image in your head, but he's so big. I mean, he's just got big hands and, you know, big shoulders. He's just big and pretty wonderful. And in this picture though, I'm a little girl and it was very sweet. I mean, I'm small, like a toddler and we end up being on the beach and I'm holding just like one little finger and I've got like one one of his fingers and and we're walking together and of course he's huge I'm very tiny and um and you know I'm walking on the edge of the beach you know I've got my feet in the sand and my feet in the water and just splashing around and you know he's just enjoying it and I'm just I was blown away of this picture because you know in the middle of asking him and seeking him what he wanted to do was be with me <laughs> like he wanted to be with me and 
you know, obviously this is still very raw and emotional because it was such a sweet moment. It was like this place of, you know, God really chooses to be with me and he wants me to keep allowing that to happen, you know, in the middle of an answer that I'm needing from him or, you know, now that there's abundance in my life and there doesn't mean that there's not going to be moments of lack, you know, moments of where, how is this going to happen? You know, well, when are we going to see this money come in? Okay. So how about the timing of this? You know, how's this relationship actually going? I mean, these are places that are real and they happen in our lives as kingdom people, you know, but what it, what it does when you're sitting there asking God a question and all he wants to do is take you to the beach and, and, and let you enjoy the water, you know, and this picture just brought me to tears. I mean, I just cried so much because it was like a place of knowing him and him knowing me. And I am so grateful that, you know, he would do that like over and over. He would remind me that, that is where the worry just goes away. I mean, yeah, I would say that happens on a beach, but to think that it was with him, like in the middle of trying to seek him for how he wants this to keep going, what active thing do I need to be doing? You know, what is going to be bringing momentum? And he's like, hey, I just, I want to just have you and me. I just want us, you know, in this picture together, I want you to enjoy it. I want you to recognize you're just a tiny little toddler here and I'm a big dad. <laughs> You know, and really the gift of knowing that and experiencing that was just solving all my problems. Isn't that interesting? Like being with God in that way um, for that amount of time, it was just letting me recognize that he's a big God. You know, he is a God that that loves me and takes care of me and I am his kid. Um, and he is going to do this. Like, he's going to do this for the show. He's going to do this for, you know, where we're going and how it's growing and, and what he really says is going to be happening here um, in 2023. And so, I mean, with tears, I, I can't believe how much I'm crying on the show today with you. But it really is me saying to you, you know, listen, you're free of worry and you are free of lack because God claims you as his. He says that you are his kid, that you are his child and he is a dad and he has got big hands and he's got big feet and he's got big shoulders. And literally he knows where he's walking. He knows where he's walking with you. He knows what is on his shoulders and how he's caring for you at the same time. And um, I just want you to rest in that. Like, let that be a blessing to you in the middle of your circumstance and your day. Thank you. Thanks again for connecting to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We will see you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.